to Ellis for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hello. Hi, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm really excited for a little holiday. Oh, yeah. I know it's a complicated holiday uh, in terms of... But it's time off. The the history of it all. But for a worker bee like me, um, it's so nice. I know. Even I, who... It's not It's employed. nice for everybody. Yeah, it's not owned by worker bees. That's yeah, for sure. But I was just, this week feels like, oh, there's a little more loosey-goosiness to oh, it. I'm just ready to like sit around. It's just felt very uh, go, go, go. And uh, But you're not going to get to sit around. No, not at all. Because? My family's in town. Yeah. Um, no, my sister who has moved from Dubai to the Bay Area with, everyone um her husband my nephew my niece they are down here for the week we're going to universal studios we already went to benihana (laughs) if you can believe it um now my mom said oh her family from abu dhabu (laughs) (laughs) i was like no (laughs) abu dhabi is the neighbor (gasps) neighboring city um which i was surprised to learn was real because it's also in garfield comics where they always want to ship he threatens to ship normal too. Yes. Um, and then I, I felt like very surprised. Like, oh, it's a real place. Of course it's a real place. <laughs> I didn't know. Is it in the same country? It is in a different That's what I thought, yeah. emirate. Because okay. I believe the UAE, the United Arab Emirates, there's like different emirates. So I think. I don't know. Why you am know, I talking like, why do I have to know? I, I don't know. I asked and there's no, um, no I, there's no answer for it. I think it is in a different emirate because my sister would have to drive there for some okay. like every swatch and for like a visa renewal thing and it was in oman i think maybe can that be right i'm i'm just looking up what is an emirate <laughs> <laughs> i think they basically function like states okay you know um this is <laughs> so it says abu dhabi is the capital of the uae wow okay you know what now i should have given my mom more credit because that was pretty good it's really good abu dhabu abu dhabu um so it must just be okay so they're both in the uae dubai and abu dhabi now i understand it's the capital that's why my sister would have had to drive there to go take care of visa stuff now we figured it all out when non-americans listen to the show because i feel like we have a few yes are you guys impressed by how stupid we are (laughs) it's not our fault like it's not like oh we forgot something someone told us we are not taught a thing it's been very interesting because my my sweet i'm having deja vu too yes i'm having deja vu because we might have said this last week maybe yeah but Uh, i think we said maybe a version of this but yes my niece had been talking about how the her new american classmates now that she lives here up in the bay area which is the bay area it's pretty diverse um but that no one knows where anything is that nobody knows where any place is on the map that she talks about and she was telling me about it and i was like you have to understand americans are self-involved and we have a giant country like it's very you have to work really hard to care and know about things beyond yeah uh it's especially i can't imagine seventh graders even if you have a ton of access through your phone and everything now it's like we're a big country. Yeah. It's not an excuse. It's dumb. But I just think like we take up a lot of air. And like as far as continents go, we don't touch a lot of other things. No. We yeah. just got Canada and Mexico. 
We just get to be very focused on ourselves, especially Californians. We're a big old state. So you, you, you know, you get a big ego and you can just think and talk about California aplenty. We got a big ego. Who <laughs> us? Um, but that's my my week ahead. Um, I'm excited to have some Thanksgiving with family, which is rare, and hang out. What about you? I, uh, well, nothing going on this week, but I, over the weekend, watched all of season two of The Great. Have oh, you watched The Great? No, I've heard about it forever and I've seen the ads and stuff, but I've never watched it. It's on Hulu okay. and they dropped the entire season of season two. Okay. It's so good. It's like, I was like, I'll watch an episode or two. And then I was like, oh, I ripped through 10 episodes. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. It's like, so it's a fictional account of Catherine the Great. Mm-hmm. Played by the littler Fanning. Yes, by mm-hmm. Elle Fanning. She's so good. She's great in it. She really is Ooh, great. Okay. And then the person who plays her husband, Peter. He's not the great Peter. Just the just just the emperor, just emperor. of Russia. Uh, he his name is Nicholas Holt, and oh, yeah. he is he's. He's kind of the bad guy of the show. And he is such... You know when you, like, love the bad guy? Yeah. He's so good. Wasn't he also in The Favorite? He play? may have been. Like, I think he was... Yes, if you if you haven't heard of the show, it's... The, the movie The Favorite is done by the same... The same, like, writer, director created the show. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yes, so... so it, and it's yes, totally... Favorite. Totally very similar. That's so cool, then, to it, have him, like... Uh, segue over but it definitely is like television so it is like the the it's bright and pretty Mm. and the jokes there's more there's more like direct jokes like joke 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 oh i didn't know it was a comedy it's so funny even when like the darkest things are happening it's all it's like all funny it's not like a dark comedy it's just a comedy that's also dealing with like war and overthrowing and you know uh, lots of killing, lots of death in it, whole lot of death, in whole it. lot of death. We had a whole lot of death, but going all on. the death is kind of like, whoops, there he goes. Blah, 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 blah. It's like you know, pretty British. So, <laughs> um, no, it looks very like a feast visually, and it's, very colorful, and all the like fun of those worlds. It's definitely in my top five TV shows I've seen in the past, like. I guess like couple of years. Ooh, Marcy. Yeah, yeah, I would put it up there with like Pen Fifteen and not not that it's similar, you know, style, but the ones that I like. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. up there with. I had no idea. I for some reason thought it was more like YA for no reason, just because they're younger, I guess. And I, felt I mean, like Elle Fanning's so, a full grown up. I now. know that's what I was just realizing that like I think that they're children for some reason. Yeah, and how it's old like, is Elle Fanning? No, uh, she's. <laughs> 23 she's still pretty young um but it's great if you're i implore everyone to please watch it because i would really need to see season three because the season two ended in a place where i was like (gasps) also i was like should i not look up information about Catherine the great and then i was Mm. like i gotta look up information about Catherine. you know she's famously the horse fucker right no that's like the rumors about Catherine the great was that she (laughs) fucked a horse no sorry that really caught me off guard (laughs) (laughs) like that's like oh that's like a true like i i've definitely heard it before that Catherine the great um fucked a horse um anyway Wow. (laughs) wow 
In fact, I think they're like statues of her, like on horses and stuff. Like people really had a time with it. Um, it's like the Richard Gear hamster story. Catherine the Great, and then if you start typing in horse, yeah, horse rumor. <laughs> uh, oh, that she. Uh, never, should I say what the it's first? It's not thing is? a spoiler. It's real. But it says that she died as a result of her attempting sexual intercourse. It says the urban legend claims that she died as a no, result. No, that's not true. <laughs> that part's not true. It says it is most likely be it most likely began due to unfounded body tales. Body is such a fun word. Body, body. But yes. B a w guys. P please watch it for me especially like right now it's not ones that you're gonna watch with the whole family unless everyone is pretty comfortable with a lot of cunnilingus hell yeah sold yeah like there's it's a lot of sex in it like people will just be like at a party and then you'll hear like slap 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 and they're like walk by like what are they doing like it's just very casual and silly though so uh, yeah it's not for the whole family necessarily is- but it's a good binge because it's it's very interesting you're following like essentially like historical fiction that is very much like overthrowing and taking things and like you know power plays and then also like it's just very funny it's just very very funny sold i'm gonna watch it on the absolute other end of the spectrum um i started watching season three of joe para talks with you which is on um uh cartoon network but it's like it's one of these shows it's like how to with john wilson kind of which was that hbo show i went crazy for but joe para talks with you is has the comedian joe para um and it's like connor o'malley uh is one of the eps on it and it's just like a couple of cool new york comedy people joe firestone who i love Mm -hmm. is um one of the leads plays his girlfriend and it's basically just these little 15 minute episodes and they're very he just plays like um, a high school teacher in, I think, upstate New York. Maybe. He looks like a high school teacher. Yeah, and he has this like very slow delivery. Um, and every episode is just like a tiny little thing. Like, so one of the episodes this season is just like he goes with his friend, to, his older friend, to go buy a recliner. And it's just like picking out a chair. And it's always really smaller. Like one episode last season was like he was building a bean arch in the backyard. And like it's always tiny, very little like slice of life stuff. But it's so good. And it's just like a really special, sweet show you hmm. could watch with the whole family. Um, yes. And I really, really, really recommend it. That's so- a 7 to 9 p.m. showing. We're <laughs> after 9 p.m. Yeah. Then you click over to the great. I don't want you to think it's Bridgerton kind of sex. It's more like I never silly. watched. Bridgerton. Well, I mean, I'm sure. But is people, it way? Is it, you're saying it's less like it's not like attempting to be sexy <laughs> like that. I mean, there are although there's moments where you're like, oh boy, because uh, there are different like arcs. But anyway, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I love it so much. I'm please, so glad that's such a please fun feeling. Watch it, please, everybody. Watch the show. And then Joe Parra. What's the name of the show again? Joe Parra talks with you. Talks with you. Um, and season three just started. Um, on and I think you can just pull it up on HBO Max because it's part of that whole universe. Also, speaking of like series, do you know that? Kendall uh, Kirby Jenner is on Roku now. Yes. Oh my God. I should have plugged that. Thank you for plugging that. Yes. The show that I helped out a little bit with um, Kirby Jenner, uh, which was executive produced by Chris and Kendall. And I got to help consult on and then appear in 
and meet Kendall um, was part of Quibi and then immediately died, <laughs> which was died. a big bummer. And now it has moved over to Roku. So you can go watch it on Roku, which is very nice that it just exists somewhere. Yeah, that it didn't just like no, go. That's such a weird part about like uh, that that can happen. That happened with Tim and Birthday Boys on IFC. It's like you can't it was on Netflix and now it's gone and it's just like you can't go watch it oh no I think yeah I think it got taken down but yeah where it's just like because everything lives basically in that way now you're like where is it and so much work goes into this stuff well and because there's always new content coming out so you can't just like have unlimited things but I was very happy and I know that crew is so happy to see it move over to Roku so if you haven't watched Kirby Jenner it's really great it turned out great and I haven't because I didn't have Quibi I didn't help them at all I mean I think I did and then I let it lapse like I'm but I was you know one of the eight people who signed up for it I was really disappointed in Quibi I was like there is a pandemic happening right oh now my and God. everyone is, ha- is everyone's home on their couches and you weren't ready they fucked up bad also the number one thing to me you couldn't screenshot or screen record like even when I wanted to promote that I was on it I couldn't it was I had to ask the guys for stills because I couldn't or maybe I took pictures of the screen but like the whole thing was designed for your phone and then you couldn't share I think that's how most of them are most of the streaming apps oh well I don't but it was but Be- if it's because only they don't want phone, boot, they don't want bootlegs yeah yeah but it's on Roku, and I'm very happy about it. Uh, I'm excited to watch. Um, after I have to watch Home for the Holidays every Thanksgiving. Which one is that? Oh my god! What is that? It's a I want to say early mid '90s uh, movie with Holly Hunter, Robert Downey Jr., Anne Bancroft, Claire Danes, um, oh. uh, Dylan McDermott. Oh yeah, uh, look at the Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Uh, Who uh, else? Claire Danes, you already said. Oh, the guy from uh, Death of a Salesman. Directed by Jodie Foster. It was her directorial debut, and it's based on a short essay. It's based okay. on an essay or a short story. And it's just Holly Hunter is like a single mom going home for the holidays. And it's just like very much like it's set over like two or three days. Yeah, three days. Mm-hmm. And it's like just the idea of like what happens when adults go home to their parents' house and and just like the chaos of a family even a family that really loves each other but it's just like chaos because these adults are coming together and we're all so different now i mean that's like the number one thing it just is like you realize even just having my sister and them here for one day like how, how when it's only adults which it has been for a long time of just like me and tim and my parents it's like Oh my God, it's so, you're not meant to spend that much time together. And that it's like, without kids to basically provide a lot of like focal point and attraction and or distraction, that it is just like adults who are all very different yeah. spending a lot of time together. Yeah. Uh, I really, it's, I watch it every year. I've seen it dozens upon dozens of times. Like since I was a, like a kid, like Aww. I probably discovered this when I was in junior high or high school. Okay. It is so good. It's, directed so well there's like it gives almost every actor a chance to like have a monologue where they're almost just delivering it like just kind of out to the audience of us but they're not it's like looking down the camera it's just sort of like them kind of like being in their own worlds talking it's very like theatrical like stage yeah Yeah. it's so good and it's very funny oh what there aren't that many thanksgiving movies it is one of the few i'm sad that it's not like a well not sad who cares but (laughs) (laughs) 
but like it, it's um interesting that it's not it wasn't a bigger yeah yeah because there's that's always like a thing every year is trying to find a thanksgiving movie because there's like planes trains and automobiles and like a couple but certainly compared to the giant uh swath of christmas movies there's not so many well yeah and it's from 95 so it's kind of old I mean that's pre- that's primo era for me. Oh yeah, all I want to watch is nineties anything. Um, all right, should, should we get into news? Let's get into news. I really talked about the TV I like for a long time. It's I mean what this is what we're here for. That's true. That is the name of the game. Also, we're releasing this early, as mm. you may know, because of Thanksgiving. So yes. we're not going to be covering Vanderpump. Just going to throw that out there. Yes. Well, if you were hanging on <laughs> hanging on here, desperately waiting for us to get to Vanderpump tonight, today, what? no. Click off, go somewhere else, go listen to the daily, whatever else will make you feel good. Did Tom and Lala work it out? (laughs) Did Sandoval scream at another woman? (laughs) Um, No, we'll hop back on next week. All right. Um, So your birthday week, by the way. Oh, Oh my God. Okay, let's do news. News. Oh, man. Okay. This, you want to just dive into this is the a, most this is messy the, the stickiest news item we have <laughs> this is personal this is messy okay. this is complicated for me i would like to preface this all <laughs> by saying there was a little bit of a chrissy tigan scandal last <laughs> week that i said to jess I'd rather not touch Chrissy mm-hmm. because she's complicated. We all loved her. She definitely has some problematic things. I think right wing people really tried to cancel her, her yes. even though they hate cancel culture. Yes. She was kind of held accountable by everyone else. But I think she was really all of a sudden a ta- like a, just a huge well, target. She, she, yeah, she got weirdly looped into like pedophile rings and like a bunch of just strange right wing conspiracy bullshit. Yeah. Which is really uh, separate from all of the like courtney stodden of it all and yeah like just a lot of mess and i think she is just in general like she's clickbait yes. for every publication and i think she actually wants to be for the most part but she hosted this this little dummy of a story um she hosted a squid games theme party mm-hmm. two weeks ago i guess now mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't a halloween party which is no. what confused me but and, yeah it was after halloween and she was posting a lot of pictures of it it's very clear i mean even me who never saw squid games and it was very elaborate as i think important to say it wasn't just and not as not to castigate but it was like very cool like they yes. built the, there's these very specific kind of like stairway sets and uh, like a lot of the specifics from the show were like built kind of makes it worse that's what i mean is that it was like a, it was very well done it wasn't just like wearing the costumes and hanging out it was like very elaborate and and very spot on and can you speak to the criticism just because i haven't watched yes. them so so the reason it was a news story or that it was picked up and written about by buzzfeed was where the story had originated as far as the roundup of responses which very common for buzzfeed to do on on the post side and Je- so jess is the owner and and ceo <laughs> founder uh she runs no jess doesn't run buzzfeed i don't run buzzfeed however if you've ever seen a video that is just the has, video jess world is the boss of all of that i i have don't some... know if they know that you're like literally like the creative no dirt. Yeah, no but... no i i have i'm i've some 
stuff to do with the video side. Some stuff. But I don't oversee all of it. And I definitely don't oversee that those kinds of like roundups and posts and lists. That's a whole right. separate. You don't do listicles. No, that's actually run by another woman named Jess. Um, there's a lot of Jessicas that are bosses at BuzzFeed. It's, it's a very funny. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's just because you're all the same age. It's true. There's like a, a lot of like women in their late 30s on McCall's and that are all named Jessica. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways. So it was it, people it was a roundup of people criticizing the party because for the people who watch Squid Game, the premise, much like Parasite, is about it's a class. It is a commentary on class and it is about people fighting to the death because they are so impoverished and are so, uh, you know, basically left out of society and have so few options. And that it is basically like sport for the rich. Um Without spoiling, but uh, that's that's the the entire premise is the like absolute destitution of uh, the working class and how it is like a meaningless joke for fun for the rich. So people found it a bit crass that Chrissy, a very, very wealthy woman, would host a party with her rich friends in her mansion dressed up as poor people fighting to the death. Yes. And. I agree, but also there really can't be a ton of surprise. This was also the most popular streaming show in history on Netflix. This was dominated Halloween, dominated pop culture for weeks and weeks and weeks. So as a person who's very rich, you have to say, should we not have games where people are cosplaying poors who have to? Yes. Like literally John dressed up as like there's a part where like these very wealthy men come um with these like ornate masks to watch like the the games as sport and that like it's like that's the whole kind of the rich these rich men these and they're like absolute villains and uh john was dressed as one so it's like well you are a really rich man yeah (laughs) like you weird it's not like a funny play if you are the rich guy you're as rich as those guys are in that thing i mean it is sort of like a a little wink and a nod to like you guys get it right we're the bad guys because i agree the rich are the bad guys it's just a complicated choice it's a complicated choice to then post about because that's the thing we have to remember it's not just having the event it's having the event posting about it posting about how fun it was and she had turned off but comments like, does an event no. fall, fall in the forest if it isn't instagram no especially when it's like event planners and all the people that get credited for it so when this was news last week the news had only just been that there was people who were not you know pleased with this idea and what do we think about that well chrissy didn't like it look she <laughs> She had an eyebrow surgery and then was like, I, she's probably on some like pain medication and she's been sober for a while. Yes. So she was probably like, fuck this shit. Cause I don't know if you guys know that she had a hair implanted into her eyebrows. Yeah. Take it from the I back hope, of her head. I hope it grows long. <laughs> Like that. like the a hair. little Shih Tzu or yes. something like, a, or what are the the Pekingese? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I then thought about that. That hair we might grow differently. But yeah, like in the midst of like posting about eyebrow uh, transplants, she went on a tear. I left a very sad message for Marcy and Trish because she went on a tear against specifically BuzzFeed. Now yes. listen, I will say this. The point she was making was astute, which was she was reposting a bunch of different BuzzFeed content, quizzes, other stories that were all about the lightheartedness of Squid Game. It was dressing up. What's your favorite costume? Here's where you can buy 
all your favorite Squid Game related merch, which um, then BuzzFeed does collect. Yes. A, like, a, so she was. What is it called? The commission. You, commission. And yes. So she, her point was like specifically like, well, fuck you, BuzzFeed. Like, oh, you're so serious about the very premise of this. Look at you making money off of it. Look at you posting about it nonstop in like a very lighthearted way. Um, but then she got into a lot of stuff that is just like internal company stuff, like airing of dirt. Like there had been a thing. Uh, this is all fair game is my point right there had been a thing where when they we merged with huffington post we bought huffington post at the end of last year and there was a big uh they had like an all hands where they were a lot of people a fair number of people were laid off and the password we always have passwords for our all hands and the password had been like it's always a jumble of letters and it was spring is here and so people were very upset because the meet it was like spring is here exclamation mark and they joined a meeting where they found out they got laid off and obviously when that became a story everybody was very upset they issued a huge apology but it's a lot of internal stuff basically yes. and so it was just like very bizarre and like I a lot would, of content creators who are like the reasons why i left buzzfeed yes and BuzzFeed which is, is all fair it's all fair and by the way like i i stand behind almost all the criticism and critique it's a big company it can take it it's fine but you i was could, just like pouting on saturday i was in a bad mood and i was like Oh, why is Chrissy picking on my work? <laughs> I was pouting so bad. You guys were very kindly like, you're not BuzzFeed. They d it doesn't define you. But I was yes. like, but Chrissy's cool. I mean, lovely to have some loyalty to your workplace. It's just embarrassing. I mean, your just... boss should hear about that. That <laughs> you were sad for, <laughs> for him, essentially. But it, it seemed as if like I was looking through Twitter. And, you know, she has a lot of stands as yes. the kids call them yes so like there were some people being like yeah they suck and then most people were like do you think this makes you look better yes and that's i think where i was like where i i i think the reason why today i'm like let's talk about it because you know chrissy is my birthday sister we oh, both no. are november 30th sisters um she's younger than me and she i feel like is not an involved sagittarius <laughs> And that doesn't, I mean, she can be at any moment. I think she's getting a lot of hard lessons in the past <laughs> few do. years. I think you're right. So she has not yet reached the level of, of being able to, you know, we're fiery is the thing. We're fiery. We're very reactive. Yes, um, I we're see that. thin skinned, especially <laughs> November 30th specifically. Funny, dynamic, thin skinned and reactive. Oh, that's like our, our traits. So, okay, okay. and that we are uh, very vengeance. Uh, we seek revenge. <laughs> I don't know if you notice that whenever something happens and you're like, so, someone has done you wrong. I'm like, you know what we'll, we'll should do to them? <laughs> now, as an evolved Sagittarius, I don't do it like I did when I was younger. Okay. And also the way we seek revenge is very bad. It's, uh, we, uh, it is a dish served cold with us. <laughs> so we wait for the perfect opportunity to hurt someone. It's bad. But like I said, I'm evolved past it and I don't think she has yet. And she... Yeah, I think she's a little immature when it comes to like your your feelings are fine. You don't when you don't have to air all of them to the world. Yeah. And especially like you need to know your place. You sit in the top of an ivory tower. Yeah. So when you're punching down at like a 24 
four-year-old. Yeah, that's just like somebody who made that post at BuzzFeed. And like, I get it. It's still a big company. It's responsible for but its content. But it's like, that kid, it's just someone's job to barf that post up that but day. the young woman who wrote it probably like has roommates and like, she oh my ain't, God. you know, it's like, just like being to be at the epicenter of that, I'm sure. And it's like, look, we, we talk about famous people all the time here and certainly with Kardashian it. And I felt like we, it was our job to always be braced for the weird world where somebody got wind or didn't like it very unlikely but buzzfeed is very visible and responsible for it but it did just feel like punching down it was just like this is not that also it also wasn't like a really particularly mean post it was a roundup of other people's tweets it wasn't like an opinion article from buzzfeed you know it just was a strange move and to do it in between like eyebrow transplant stories and it was like you're probably doing fine you know yeah like you you'll be you'll be fine like i think you're fine you had a fun party no one actually cared and it's a classic we'll get to it when we get to potomac because i think that it's a classic thing of like you're making it you're making story yes i actually don't think people gave a flying fuck about the but one buzzfeed post and then it was just like and i think people were confused like why is chrissy Teigen posting about buzzfeed nonstop? yeah she might have helped me more than hurt me i hope she did <laughs> but all, yeah all it this- is about me and her by the way <laughs> story. i will say that she did not leave those stories up very long yeah they were gone quick huh i think, I think she deleted them yeah, yeah. I th- she came out of her little like haze her post eyebrow transplant once haze. the lidocaine uh- <laughs> <laughs> I was just like it was very funny I knew I was pouting but I was like I want to like Chrissy and I think she's been through fucking hell and paid the price and is doing the work and wants to sell shit and but it's like I that, don't think she's doing the work but that's what makes me mad is it's just like you can't you know you go she was just all over my TV for two weeks doing her cookbook tour. That's yes. a person who wants to sell stuff all the time, but then and wants all to reap all the benefits of being in the public eye, which is that you have a brand with Chris Jenner. You have uh, you have cookware, you have robes, you have and then you get to throw fancy parties and you get to have eyebrow transplants. And it's like part of that is putting it out there and then having people respond. Yeah. I, I say that I don't, I don't think she's doing the work because if she were, this would not be her reaction to yeah. criticism. Yeah, it is so thin-skinned. It's the perfect term. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, baby. But I also have learned that when someone says, I don't like that, you try to search yourself of like, do I understand why they don't like it? Ah. And then you just say, I'm I'm sorry. I, I see that point now. And I then you try not to do it in the future. It's just it's, funny that her point, her take was that it was against BuzzFeed as opposed to the criticism itself. You know, like that was to me the, the, yeah, the she, misdirect. She had it no was, rebuttal. It was like, well, <laughs> your no- point should be that the party that it was fine to throw a party but she she couldn't she She was like no i don't have a leg to stand on there i'm just mad that you picked on me and actually like held me you know accountable for what i for what was a slightly instant it's not even that it's just like it's uh, just a little crass it's It's, a little crass it's like kim running private island sort of in the middle of the pandemic or when people were like hmm even when like kylie and her friends were having their handmaid's tale parties and you were like weird weird choice for you (laughs) like not inappropriate but odd yeah given how you function in society but anyways chrissy look i'm here if you want to talk 
I am rooting for you. As your slightly older birthday sister, (laughs) I can share with you my experiences and how to, you know, process your anger with everyone that you're really angry at so that you don't have these false targets that you really blow up on. I think it's a it's a life it's life's work. Scream at John. I know you want to. (laughs) It was so odd. Um, Okay, moving on. Now, this is fun. We all forever love Keanu and Winona, don't we? Even though we love his new, his girlfriend that he he debuted a couple well, years ago. Well, Keanu, Keanu and Winona were never a couple, right? They, I know, but we yes. love the idea of them forever. Oh, yes, yes. I think we, like, want them to I be... Want, honestly, I want her and Johnny Depp to get back together. Oh, I, yes. I like that they have uh, sort of, like, criminal-esque <laughs> pasts about them. I believe everyone can change. Um, but, yes, um, they claim... There's been a rumor that, you know, Wynonna has said it in, in interviews that she and Keanu Reeves were actually married on the set of Bram Stoker's Dracula because... They when they had a scene where they get married and the person who performed the scene was an actual priest. So the (laughs) vows they exchange in front of a priest, they may actually be married. They they're using the word they say legally married, but that's incorrect because you have to sign paperwork. I was going to say you do submit paperwork for it. But uh, Keanu says, I do believe we are married in the eyes of God still. I see what he's saying. And even Francis Ford Coppola, the director of Bram Stoker's Dracula says, yeah, they, they may actually be married. I think it was a Romanian priest or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, that may kind of be, they may. Yeah. That might actually be married. A marriage right there. Of God. Uh, I love it. Uh, and they're just I think they're still good friends like I think he like they live in the same neighborhood of the rich people and (laughs) (laughs) And they both have other partners they're just having fun yeah they've never been married so they are not committing bigamy so that's great no Uh, (laughs) no Um, no it was making me laugh like remember this thing he he debuted his partner she's an artist Alexandra Grant in 2019 and remember this this was one of the funniest like pop culture moments because she's a beautiful woman and his still, age no she's younger uh she's not his age but she's not like she's not in her 30s or anything no, but, but i mean the, yes. the, my point was that we everybody had such a collective like oh my god like freak out over like him being with a a not 25 year old like our expectations are so low even though this is like an accomplished gorgeous artist woman we were not us yes so many people were like oh wow i also do take issue with people being like they're the same age it's like no they're 10 years different so she's 10 years younger i guess at that point it doesn't matter like when you're in your 40s because like all age differences are divided by two so it's like (laughs) not really a thing but uh, I, I, whenever people are like they're the same age, it's like I take issue with that. You give that well, woman, you give that woman her forties. Yes, you give her her forties. She is not in her fifties yet. No, Keanu is almost sixty years old. That's even crazy. He man. looks so good. He is one of the untouchable stars of his era. God, I'm just clicking through pics of him having fun. Yeah, he's big. he's so gorgeous. What a what a lovely star. We love him. And Winona, look, she was done wrong. I think she, you know, with that whole like shoplifting thing. Oh. My my god free winona it really ruined her career i know well now but then she she's back she, on stranger things yes, right that was like her you That's know a big, but that was a big rebound also she was in black swan too oh yeah yeah i forgot about that 
Anyway, um, well, we love them. Wino forever. Wino forever. <laughs> historic tattoo, if you guys don't know. No, that too young. kind of is a segue to La- Lala and Randall, who I just almost called it Landall. Landall. <laughs> so Lala has officially moved out. This I- is huge because I kind of thought this might just be... Uh, this whole breakup might not really be true. No, I saw on her Instagram stories. Yes, I follow her. That she, her mom was over and they were redecorating, and she's like, "I need some sort of rug here." And I was like, "Oh, so she's like moved out and into letting, her own and place, also letting us know she's moved she's out. like just so you know, I don't have a hot tub anymore." Um, and she also had a tattoo that said Rand. And yes. she, how did I forget? What did she? Oh my god, I saw this. What did she do? Oh my gosh, I know. I think she put like a, because it's like a capital R A N D, and then maybe she put like a B in front of it or something. I don't remember. Brand new, brand new. That's what it was. But it does look a little funny because the R is capitalized and the B is lowercase. Yeah, the B is lowercase. So she didn't like make it all caps. So it is a very funny choice. It's lowercase b, capital R, and then lowercase a n d space n e w. I think she wants to like show it as part of her journey. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's encapsulated inside of this new. Oh man, brand new. Uh, I mean, I'm very. I it, it. So as we understand it, this is all the fallout from the these rumors of these photos of him potentially with other women in Palm Springs. I mean, if she moved out then like more has I, to have happened. Well, I I I just think that those aren't rumors. Like that yes, there was yes, a yes. there was a moment where he probably admitted it. I assume he had a threesome in Tennessee. That's what I think broke up his marriage. It seems like it. His, he ruined his family. But it's so true. They've you know they say it all the time. If he cheats with you with you, he will cheat on you. And this is exactly what happened to Lala. Do we know the story of? I mean, I'm sure it's part of the show. But who his his wife was before? We don't like. They don't talk about his yeah. wife before. But she's been with randall for a long time and he was maybe he was divorcing when they started dating but maybe Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. so i mean it definitely feels like that's what they hint at a lot on the current season of vanderpump yeah i think she was they like kept it on the dl for her oh yeah oh yeah okay i feel bad messy messy but good for lala moving on you know i don't know what i'm not positive that's good for lala you don't think so she has a brand new baby i know and i don't know i mean if he does it all the time then yeah fuck off but i i i have like this part of me that doesn't feel this way about everyone Mm -hmm. but i do have a part of me that's like oh this is gonna be so much harder now and i think you actually loved him and maybe you could do something with this still yeah it's hard to without knowing but they, like, but it feels because it feels like it's such a immediate like breakup that the, i'm like it must be bad the good news is they're not married so yeah it's not a a divorce they're breaking up at that you know i feel like when people get a divorce it's more like well kind of like we we really went through it so yeah. whereas like a breakup you're like well maybe i don't know i i just feel like they were a good couple and i can't believe he had a threesome in tennessee i mean don't cheating on Lala. Come I mean, on. I guess when you have like when you're like a rich and powerful producer, but then you have Lala who's like she doesn't have the same money you have, but she is just uh she's enigmatic. Yeah. And I mean, 
like I said, just because I'm very new to their relationship, like they definitely have a lot of chemistry. And like yeah. I was very taken with like, oh, they're a really good match for each other in the like snippets I've seen this season. But I may have used the word enigmatic wrong. It sounded right. I mean, she's mysterious. She's not mysterious is the thing about her. She's the opposite of enigma- enigmatic. Okay, yes, so. <laughs> I, good I, self-correction. I think maybe I meant like uh, like. I don't know. Like she's a big person. Like she's a shining star. Yes, she's big. I, you see, guys, I told you, Americans, we're not smart. <laughs> You're smart. I'm smart. You're smart. All right, Pete Davidson and Kim. So we know they are official. I don't know why every three days there has to be a new. Story okay, you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh yeah, and if you did. You can go on over to patreon.com slash L is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. <laughs>